What is going on squad? My name is Brian Mark. I'm the host of the number one podcast for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business without spending any money on ads, a website, or a funnel. I built my fitness business to over $50,000 a month over the course of four years. And in the last two and a half years, I've worked with over a thousand online coaches and a hundred of them have hit $10,000 a month. Without further ado, let's get into today's episode. What is going on online fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast. This is the number one show for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. In today's episode, I'm joined by my business partner, best friend, co-owner at Peak to Domination, the one, the only, Cole the Silver. What's up, dog? What's going on, squad? Hope you guys are having the best day of your entire fucking lives listening to this episode. Today's gonna be a good day. That was good. That was super calm and relaxed. I like it. All right, P bro. Listen, I might be like, there's a little tiny part of me that's hangry, but like today's been actually like such a good day that I can't let it affect me even a little bit i'm like there's no way cool how's the cabin is it cold uh, bro good it's been super relaxing it's a little bit like again it always throws me off because it like takes me out of my routine and it's like something that i'm not used to obviously like not having a regular gym working out in the basement and i'm way busier here because i have to like get my work done at certain times and like avoid the kids and i have to be like quieter which is sometimes funny because i'm like doing a podcast about tough love and like swearing I'm like swearing with like a like Whisper. a monotone quieter voice because there's a fucking three-year-old walking around outside and a little baby crawling all over the place. <laughs> so it's a little bit funnier. It's definitely funny. I love it. All right, guys. So right now on podcast, what we're going to be doing is we're actually going to be bringing some of our students up and they're going to get a chance to ask us anything. So once a week, me and Cole do a call where we like give you an opportunity to ask us anything on the podcast. So if you're listening to this and you are our client Wednesday at 10 a.m. PST, you want to come onto the podcast inside of the Facebook group and get your, like, you can literally ask us anything. You get live feedback from me and Cole. And if you're listening to this and you're not in the 10K Academy, what are you doing? We've already helped 196 online trainers hit 10K a month. Get in here. All right. So we got Mr. Dakota Gower up. Bro, welcome to the podcast. How can me and Cole serve you today? What up? I'm having the best day of my entire life. How are you guys? You already know. We fucking, we're on the same wavelength, dog. Let's go. Yeah. I, was like, yeah. I just wanted to make sure my shit was unmuted. Great. So, dude, I don't even know what question I have. That's probably why I need to be here. Because, like, I'm so fucking confused on where my mind needs to be at right now. So, after the event blasted up to, I went from 3,800 to 5,200 the next month. And then the next month, I got to 5,400. And then I started to have, like, some people dropping off, right? So, I was like, okay, I had a shit ton of people drop off. We can do 30 days are all delivery. So I was spending like an hour or two a day up leveling my delivery. And then I tried to make up for that loss of recurring revenue by getting a bunch of paid and fulls. And I kind of did, but now it's like, if I don't get those paid and fulls now, basically my recurring is just like shit right now because of that. You know what I mean? So some, I was able to, you know, make up for that some months, but then at the beginning of every month, I'm starting super low again. So like I'm having to get paid in fulls just to get back to like, I think I'm at like 3,800, 3,100 this month. And I don't know, like I just got back from fucking being out of town for a week and I just feel so like out of routine and I'm like, oh my God, how do I stop these like drop-offs from keeping happening again? Like I'm worried that they're going to happen again. Should I stop doing paid in fulls? Like my recurring solo, how do I get that shit back up there? You know what I mean? Like I'm everywhere in my head. Go ahead, Cole. When you were gone for a week, what did you do? Did you just take work off or did you do shit? No, so I posted five times. I went live the first two days and then I let the fucking holidays just like throw me off. Started missing my mornings and shit. So I didn't go live the next three days or on Christmas or New Year's Eve. And I just took care of my clients. I posted to TikToks reels. Facebook reels. Okay, um, so other my story. not going live over Christmas, you kept up with everything that you were supposed to be doing, correct? Yes. Okay, good. Okay, I'm curious about that. Now, what I'm hearing, and I feel like Brian can agree with me here, he might have like a similar uh, breakdown on this, is what I'm hearing, my man, is after the 
event, you had a spike in motivation slash inspiration. You started busting your fucking ass, right? Because you busted your ass and you up level what you were doing, you saw an influx of clients come into your business, which then became a problem because your systems weren't done properly, right? And your systems couldn't operate at that level. So you saw a drop off, which then you understood that. So you went and attacked your delivery model to make sure that your systems were intact, but now you can't keep up with the lead generation because instead of balancing lead gen and income generating activities with your delivery to make sure your systems were intact, you just started favoring one or the other. And now you're playing catch up across the board. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. That does make sense. Does that sound accurate? Like that's kind of what ended up happening? I think so, because I actually did for a period of time there, I started you know, not going live as consistently or having to, you know, not make as, I wasn't making as good of TikToks because I wasn't spending as much time on them. I was trying to get like back to my other clients and shit. And I think that like my content died off. And then after I spent 30 days on delivery, I started like really boosting up my content and my lead gen game and things like that. And those are going back up now. So that's good. I just, I'm trying to make sure that those things, they all line up to where I have enough time to sign those new clients before, you know, shit just falls apart. Yeah. So I think this is good advice for everybody that's listening to this. Being a successful online coach is about finding a work that flows. And it seems like that's such a basic answer, but I'm going to explain why, because like, okay, so first things first is you identify that there was a problem, right? Like you're like, okay, so I'm getting a bunch of clients drop off. So obviously that's a problem. I need to focus on that. I would focus on that for maybe a week or two, but I wouldn't like, you don't need to spend an entire month on that. Like, I think that you're smart enough to understand where the problem is. And once you like go into the problem, solve it, and then go back to the work that flows because like to run an online coaching business, you need to post valuable content that attracts clients. Then you need to generate leads off of those content. And then you need to sell those clients and then you need to deliver an amazing service. And so your work needs to like reflect that. And like your daily practice and your daily habits need to reflect that. So that's like being a successful online coach is about finding a work that flows. So your, your work might've been out of balance and too far on the delivery side. And as a result, your lead gen suffered. How many of you guys have ever done that? Or you focus maybe way too hard on like lead gen and content. And then you actually realize you were forgetting about your clients. And then you're focusing way too much on your clients and then you forget to write content. So it's like, it's really about finding a balance. So that's number one. Number two, recurring is king in my eyes. And I know that different people have different models. Like, you know, Don Lamb is all about the paid and fulls. And, and I get that, but personally believe that recurring is king because like, guys, how many of you guys like starting your month at like a thousand dollars recurring? I don't like, I, I would, I'd rather start it at $7,000 recurring. So even if for the next two months, you only make like 3k, 4k, but then you get recurring up to like 3k, 4k, then you can start selling paid and folds. I think you need to identify what your baseline is, like what your minimum is like, what, okay, so how much does Dakota Gower need to pay his bills every single month? And if that's $2,500 and your recurring needs to be there, once your recurring is there, yeah, well, then you can, then you can sell paid and folds like a gangster. But until you like cover your baseline, I don't think you should be like slinging paid, paid and folds unless you like need to, to like pay a certain payment. I agree, but I think it's, I think it should be double. This was a rule of thumb for myself when I was an online fitness coach. Let's say my baseline was 2,500, right? That's my bills. Okay. I needed 5k, 4,000 to 5k in my account recurring, no matter what period, because then I know if my business crashes, I'm covered 100%. All right. I should even have spending money because if you just say like, okay, my bills are 2,500, I need 2,500 recurring. What happens if you get no clients for the next month? You can't eat. You know what I mean? Like you just get by, you're just paying bills. It becomes a fucking problem. My baseline was a 2000 to double what my bills were every single month. Okay. That was number one, because again, to kind of piggyback off what Brian just says, you guys, something very important that you need to understand. Okay. And we said it multiple times in the past, but what you do today sets you up for tomorrow. All right. This week, next week, this month, next month, this year, next year, period. All right. So if you neglect, Brian just broke down the four 
holes in your business, right? Or like the four things, income generating activities, fucking your lead gen, your content creation, your delivery models, whatever the case may be. Picture it like you're holding a fucking water bottle, right? This is your lead gen. You got your content creation, your delivery. If you fucking jam a hole three quarters of the way through your water bottle, the water's going to start draining out there. If you jam a hole at the fucking beginning, then no matter what, as you're filling a water bottle, it's going to drain out. You need to make sure that everything is fucking solid across the board. And this is why we talk about making sure your systems are fucking strong in every single area. When it comes down to attracting clients, converting clients, delivering an amazing service to your clients, and then your mindset around being a successful coach. Those four pillars need to be strong across the board because if you neglect one, your business will fail in the long run. So here's my advice to you. I agree. Dakota, decide on a specific recurring amount. Decide what that amount is going to be. That's your target. Okay. And then align all of your goals with that target and get relentlessly obsessed with hitting it. And the way that you're going to do it is by bouncing out content, legion, service delivery, mindset, et cetera. But all of the action plans that you come up with will be based on getting yourself to this target. And then when you're on the phone, you're very clear that you're pitching recurring first and like, you're not going to turn away paid in fulls, but like, you know, exactly what you want. You want to get your recurring to 3k. And so you want to make the recurring sound sexier on the phone. Like it's, you know, most of my clients choose the recurring option because it's like a little bit easier on cash flow, which is like $300 a month. Or if you wanted, you could do the paid in full for 750, but you're just making the recurring sound sexier on the phone, right? So set a recurring target or and then up I'll, your fucking prices uh, or up your prices, but set a, set a recurring target and have that be like, like the, that's your target. That's what you're aiming for. And then align all of your actions with that goal. But I think the biggest thing that you're struggling with is like lack of clarity and direction. Well, that's your clarity and that's your direction. Okay. Agreed. It's perfect sense. Yo, so that's how I'm going to pitch it. One thing I did want to say too, because you said that's how you're going to pitch it. I wanted to nail that down for a second. A bunch of people look at like Don because Don's obviously the king of paid and fulls and that's what they started up doing. But you guys got to realize that Don knows that if he sells fucking 10 paid and fulls in a row, he'll up his price, right? He doesn't want everybody saying yes to him. And that's something I want to make sure that I put in the back of your guys' minds because you're just selling paid in fulls and you're only getting them. And you're like, well, I just can't sell recurring. I'm only getting paid in fulls. Either stop fucking pitching them or up your price so you can build up your recurring because you need recurring if you want to be a successful business owner. I'm saying with, with B, like I, we are strong believers in having a fucking high recurring income coming into your account. All right, 100%. Last thing I just want to say is for those of you guys that are afraid of clients dropping off, make your service so fucking good that people don't want to leave. It's like all the time that you're spending worrying about your clients dropping off is time that you could be spending serving and making sure your clients don't fucking leave. Like the 10K Academy, we as a team, you know, the head coaches as a unit, like we make sure that the Academy is so fucking good that people don't want to leave. And that's our like, that's our security blanket. It's like, let's fucking serve the shit out of everybody in the Academy and make sure that they get what they want. Cause I'm not worried about whether or not, and, and then if people leave, it's like they leave, but it's like, at least we know we've done everything in our power to make sure that they stay. And then if they leave, it just wasn't a good fit. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Cool. You feel good? Yes. I feel like I, I've got the direction now. It's just like, that's all I'm focused on. If I get there winning, we can fucking reassess past that. Boom. I love it. Thanks for coming up, bro. Appreciate you. Appreciate you guys. Thank Appreciate you. you. Next person up, we've got Miss Sam Rolson. Sam asked to be on the docket. So for those of you guys that are just tuning in, our clients, you got to get here early because we got clients that are like freaking waiting. So we're, we literally, as soon as we start pod chats, we're like, yo, say something. And then anybody that speaks up gets it. So Sam is up. Then after Sam, we've got Brandon Roberts. What's up, Sam? How you doing? Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode.
am doing amazing. And I already know you guys are, so I'm not even ask. We're doing pretty um, good. So I have a question and it kind of relates back to like a few weeks ago, you guys talked about like finding a hobby outside of your business so that you can really like find yourself and not just hustling hard all the time and losing sight of who you are as a person. And so I found one. I'm starting up in January and it's something that I can do with my kids as well. So I'm going to start doing Taekwondo and going for my black belt and having something that I can accomplish for me outside of my business and also push my fitness a little harder too, because I want something that I can showcase my fitness without stage isn't something that I ever want to compete in. But I feel like this is something that I can pull that competitive side out of me. It's my, both my kids do it. It's something that I can do with them. But I also see an area, a door that I can open up and connect it to build content with my clients, with my avatar being my mom, being moms and stuff and pushing themselves to do something for themselves. But at the same time, I'm wondering if I even should open, connect these two worlds or if I should just leave them separate. Pause. What do you mean? Like you want, like connecting the fact that you want to do Taekwondo? What do you mean? So like making content wrapped around that or should I just leave that completely for myself because that's why I'm doing it is uh, I've got a very very direct approach here with this answer do you want to go first beat before I say it <laughs> I'm going to give you the nice version of what Cole's going to say the purpose of starting a side hobby not involving your business is to keep the side hobby out of your fucking business I know but they just interconnect so much whereas like my whole avatar. That's not what I was going to say either. What's that? I was going to say, that's not even what I was going to say either. I'm going to ask you a very direct question. When you say adding your side hustle or like the, this side hobby, not side hustle into your daily lifestyle, do you mean you're doing it so you can learn Taekwondo so you have something else and you want to start talking about how Taekwondo is beneficial or do you just want to like show that you're doing it in your business? What do you Show mean? that it's beneficial because A, like- Okay, cool. Are you a Taekwondo coach? No, no, no. So like, I'm not going to show me like teaching how to do it, but using it as like a sense to show moms that they need to find something to do for them. But then they're going to find Taekwondo and they're not going to find you. So like you can yeah. talk about what you do as your hobbies. I think that's a very, very powerful thing. All right. Documenting your lifestyle and going through your stuff, but I don't yeah. think you find a side thing that you enjoy, which by the way, are you just starting right now? No. So like, a, so like I'm wanting to document that I'm doing something for me and show moms that they can too, but I'm scared of putting stuff out there and I'm going to bring in a whole different avatar that I don't want on my social media. Well, you definitely are. So that's the thing. It's about like, guys, documenting your lifestyle is a very important thing. And like Brian does it. I do it myself. Like I'm obsessed with boxing. So I would post that all over my feed when I was a fitness coach. But I would talk about how like that was a thing for me. I wouldn't utilize it as a source of like, you should go find a hobby like this. And this is why this is beneficial for your life. And this is why you should be doing it. Because then you're pushing another hobby and you're pushing another sport or another lifestyle that isn't like them just working on their fitness goals. So the first off, I think you should first get into it, understand it, do it for a little while before you start like broadcasting how it's beneficial for other moms to be able to do it or like how it could help them. And secondly, I would just document your journey in it instead of like pushing Taekwondo as a whole, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, and I don't want to push Taekwondo as a whole. I want the principle of what I'm doing and creating a journey for myself and hoping that someone else will find motivation in that to find something, not even necessarily Taekwondo, but something for them. Mm -hmm. But I'm worried that if I start posting like Taekwondo stuff, I'm going to have Taekwondo people following me and not moms. 
Yeah. So I'm going to jump in and I'm going to say, you're right. You will. And okay. So here's a perfect example. I own a gym, right? Yeah. I never write about it. Why do you think that is? Because you don't want gym owners. Well, yeah, it's just, I, it's not going to attract online trainers. Like writing about yeah. owning a gym is not going to attract online trainers. So even though I own yeah. a gym and I love it and it's like amazing and I go there, you know, like that's my favorite place, one of my favorite places things to do. I don't write about it ever because like, it's not going to help me attract online trainers. So my advice to you is, this is advice. If you're looking to grow an online training business and you want to attract clients that are going to pay you money, then use your social media for that purpose. And like, yes, you can still be like, yeah, I like went to Taekwondo today. It was amazing. This is something that I'm doing for me. That's cool. But don't have it as like a stable piece of your content because the purpose of you doing Taekwondo was to give you a break from your business. So as soon exactly. as you start like writing about the journey of Taekwondo, it's like that defeats the purpose of starting it in the first place, right? Yeah. And clearly I need it because I can't hold myself away from my business. Because Literally. I was like, I'm like, that's so funny that you started Taekwondo to get away from your business. And now you're thinking about how to work it into it. Yeah. It's an addiction, isn't it? It is. It's a, it's a healthy addiction because you're growing, but it's like, yeah, it's, it's one of those things where you need to learn how to do something for you, you know? Yeah. I need it. Thanks guys. Properly obsessed. I like that word. Properly yeah, obsessed. I like good. that. Cole, go ahead. You're me, bro. I was just going to say like another thing as well, like as an example, if you do go to my content, like you will see boxing footage because I do love it and I love doing it as like a hobby, but the boxing footage is overlaid with another message. Okay. It's like, I'm talking about a certain breakdown or a mindset hack or something to do with fitness. It's not like, this is five reasons why I box or like yeah. five things that do yeah. this thing or like pushing people in their direction because like that is something you do need to pay attention to because I 100% agree with Brian guys like as soon as you start talking about something else like that's why I never talk about the gym either I will say I'm a gym owner but I will never talk about like the pains of owning a gym or like things that go into it because then I'm instantly going to start attracting people that just want to own a gym people that yeah. want a brick and mortar and it's just people that I don't want on my page dude I actually wrote I actually wrote like two business I I wrote like two pieces of content about owning a gym and people started asking me. I was like, not doing that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't know. I'm just as clueless as you are. I just fucking bought this place. I don't know anything about owning a gym. I'm like, <laughs> like we're learning on the go, bro. Yeah. Cool. Sam, did that answer your question? Absolutely. Thank cool. you. Thanks Keep for coming up. You got it. Also, by the way, super stoked to see you at the event. Let's go. So I'm so pumped. This is going to be a blast. It's going to be so cool. Okay, guys. So right. we're going to be moving on to Brandon Roberts. But first, we want to give you an opportunity to win $1,000 cash. All you got to do is screenshot this episode, share it to your Instagram stories, tag me at the real Brian Mark, and you are entered to win $1,000 cash. And tag Cole Lewis to Silva too, because Cole is just as cool as I am. All right? I would say, cool. I, dude, I was putting my hand up because I was going to break something down. I didn't even expect that. Perfect. Tag me, guys. Win some cash. I like it. <laughs> there we fucking go. Okay, so now we're going to add Mr. Brandon Roberts. Yo, B, that beard game is getting serious, dog. Me and Cole are here to serve you. How can we help? Yo, what's going on, boys? Good to see you. Appreciate the beard comment. Brian, if you guys are doing good, it's an honor to speak with you guys as always. I want to yeah, have like Yo, a little... Fucking pause, okay? Your little intros are always so adorable, dude. You're like so fucking like nice and grateful and just like happy as shit every single time. I just need to touch on that. He did that in content audits literally an hour ago too, B. Yeah, he did that last time he came to a podcast too. You reminds me of Courtney Clark. Every time Courtney Clark joins the mastermind call, she's always like this, just smiling. Okay, yeah, for sure. 100%, like I can't even... 
freaking contain it. So like really what I got going on for us today is I want to spare everybody from like a quick mistake and like, and work it into like a workflow question. So this morning, like I just kind of, I was working on a written post, like, cause I just kind of got like bit with inspiration. I was like, Ooh, I'm really going to write this. And I got into it and I, and like, I started writing it and I just like feel it in my stomach. Like, Oh, this is a good one. This one's from the heart. Awesome. Like I felt that it was like, it was a good one. Right. I was, I was romanticizing with this post as I was writing it. But the, the bad thing is don't ever do that. I was, I don't know why I did it, but I wrote it directly in the Instagram caption instead of my notes like I usually do and like I tried to post it and then it like fucked up and had an error and then it was like lost forever so I was like oh man like all that writing that I just did like feeling amazing it was gone and I was like sitting there like trying to like make lightning strike twice and it was like oh I, I spent like you know like 90 plus minutes working on this written post and I'm like oh my god <laughs> like now yeah it was so rough so everybody write your post in notes it's safe there don't put it in Instagram you know it might save you guys but like what do you do you know and there went like my whole like 10 before 10 morning routine like I did my like first initial deep morning routine stuff right off the bat but like everything else kind of went askew so what do you guys do when things kind of go sideways and you're like okay how do I you know handle my workflow now cascading and I'm falling behind and and you yeah, fucking I, do yeah. it anyways bro I was gonna not cut you off but I I would need it to I Good. want you to write hashtag that's life put it on a sticky note and put it on your fucking computer screen let's go this is real super real guys because Brian you've had that happen before right you wrote an entire post and it disappeared deleted on you can I tell the quick story and then you can go back yeah, hit it hit it yo yesterday so I hired a new Instagram mentor and because if I'm gonna grow this Instagram like by the way we're at 1650 followers now let's fucking go yeah but I hired an Instagram mentor because I want to grow rapidly and I want to show you guys what's possible in social media and so the new Instagram mentor gave me an idea and I thought it was fucking fire. So I'm doing my vision board, right, Brandon? I'm like putting it all together and I got like, it looks fucking good. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to do five steps to set up a vision board for 2021. So timely, right for, for fucking New Year's. So I'm like making this video, I'm like editing it, putting it in the And I did like a screen recording of my phone, bro. And while I was doing the screen recording, I was showing like this like app called Word Swag in my photo album. So I opened my photo album to take out the photo, put in Word Swag, and I put the video together and I post it and I show Chris and I'm like, look how good this is. And then as I watched the video, I realized that in the screenshots is a picture of my credit card where you can visibly see the number. So I was like, fuck. So then I delete the video and then I realized I'm like, I didn't save the video. So it's just gone. So I understand exactly how you fuck. Yeah, dude. And the reason why I wanted to say that's life is because it fucking happens, right? It just does. You guys got to realize that perfect. I saw that on the sticky note right now. Put it up there. Guys, the that's life. I did a podcast on this and Brian has heard me say this. No joke for the entirety of our friendship. That's life. Okay. And it's something that I... It's funny saying that I literally wake up every day expecting life to fuck me. So when it does, I'm not surprised. Okay. Like, and it's just the truth because you're always going to get thrown curveballs. Are you going to be writing an Instagram post that day and bam, it's gone. All right. You're going to be driving down the road. Somebody's going to cut you off and you might get an offender bender. It sucks ass. But what are you going to do? Complain about it? Let it throw your entire day off? No, you got to finish your routine and you got to get into your workflow. Yeah. That written post might be gone. But, and you might be having to push into the other things that you need to be doing. So post later, you know what I mean? Don't fucking freak out and be like, okay, well now I'm fucked because now I don't have an Instagram post. Throw the Instagram post away for the fucking morning and get back into your regular routine. 
do the other things you need to be doing and write the post four hours later than you usually would. You know why? Because you're a fucking entrepreneur and entrepreneurs solve problems. That's life, bro. Things are going to happen. All right. Things are going to throw you off in this game. The story that we always like to look back on and Brian saw it. We were at the gym. I dropped a dumbbell. It bounced across the floor, smashed my phone. I literally looked at it, giggled, was like, oh, fucking that's life. And we just kept working out. And Brian's like, what the fuck? You just smashed your fucking iPhone. Like, are you not mad? I'm like, what's being mad going to do? I reference, here and get angry. Yeah, I reference that story every single time somebody's complaining about stupid shit. Oh, <laughs> I'm not even joking. I'm like, there was one time Cole literally dropped a dumbbell on his phone and smashed. And he's like, that's life. And people are like, but I want to be angry. I'm like, well, but I'm going to buy a new one. Yeah, no shit. But me complaining about it isn't going to make the phone cheaper. So shut the fuck up and go buy one. Like, so for you, dude, in that instance, literally what I would have done is I would have wrote a, uh, I would have wrote like a two line post or something. And I just would have posted it. I'm like, that. sometimes I'm feeling fucking good today. Feeling super inspired. Hope you have the best day of your life. Peace. Cause at least you get it out there. Right. Oh, I've written a post that being like, I made 45 minutes writing a post for you guys. It was super valuable. And then I accidentally deleted it. So here's one just wishing you a happy fucking day blah 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 <laughs> dude exactly Some, somebody just said that's a skill that is a fucking skill you want to know why it's called emotional resilience because yeah. if you let something like that and i'm not saying you let something like that affect you negatively but i'm just gonna like let's go extreme let's say you something like that happens and you're like oh fuck like such a good post and blah, blah 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 right so like that that you go there and then you're upset for the rest of the day and then the next client that dms you you don't dm them back because you're pissy so you're taking a break from your phone and it's like by the time you get back to your phone you get back to that client and they like lost interest it's like you miss opportunities and so emotional resilience is just like choosing not to let shit affect you for too long Exactly. Yeah, that totally would have been me like last year, I would have been like, probably hung up on it for like so long. But like, I, I literally like screamed into a pillow. And I was like, all right, whatever. Like, you know, like, I'm not I gonna, love it. I'm not gonna spend all day on like one written post. I got, you know, I got clients to talk to, I got Legion, I got like other stuff that does have to get taken care of. So I'm like, not going to stay pressed on it all day. Boom. I love it. So in these instances, bro, just fucking, I'm like, roll the punches. Sometimes you got a workflow and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And like, I think that being an entrepreneur is about learning how to like, you know, roll the punches and whatever happens, happens. Cause it's like, obviously you have a plan and then sometimes life punches you in the face. So just roll the punches. Exactly. Got it. Let's go B. Appreciate it, boys. No problem. Well, Cole, I think you wanted to bring one more person up, didn't you? Yes, I do. 100%. Fucking Jeffy boy. Are you still here? Yeah, dude. I'm always here. There we go, my man. So we wanted to bring you up. We wanted to give Jeff an opportunity to ask a question on Podchat today. Obviously, you guys know that Jeff is a coach in the academy, but... All right. Jeff is always the one providing value for everybody else. He's on the podcast. You guys hear him on this podcast as well. And he has some questions about content. So I told him to show up today and be a fucking student. If he has a question, ask, and hopefully we can help. Let's fucking go. I'm excited. All right. So question, like, what the fuck? I love writing. So like, I love writing content and it, it's so rewarding to actually be able to produce content. But one thing that like, Cause Cole was talking about this the other day and I was like really curious and he like, he's learned some new tricks for like better content or getting like more people to engage and save and like actually share your posts. And like, that's something that I've been working on. Like I've been like studying YouTube nonstop. I've been like, I've been studying YouTube and reading lots of articles. Like that's what I do in my spare time to get better. But I knew that this would be like super valuable for the students and anybody who's listening to this. So like, I'm curious, what are some of the ways that you have found to actually utilize content to get more saves and shares versus likes and comments? Oh, that's a good question. I'm going to go first because this is something that I think that I'm actively learning right now. So first things first is let's talk about content and how 
most people view it versus what it actually is. So most people, when they're viewing content are looking for more likes and views. Am I right or wrong? Most people are like, oh, I want that oh, video dude, blew up. I got like thinks it's like that. Yeah, I got a hundred thousand views. I got like, you know, a million views. That's so dope. But like the views are a result of the content being good. And the content being good is it's so valuable that people need to come back to it. That's when you'll get a save. Or it's so entertaining that they want to watch it again. That's when you'll get a save. Or it's so entertaining that they want to share it with a friend. Or it's so valuable that they want to share it with a friend. And so this is something that, that's such a good question, Jeff, because one of the things that I'm really good at is like long form content and delivering value. So that's why I like podcasting. That's why my newest passion is YouTube because I'm like long form content all day. You fucking put a camera in front of me and give me a microphone. I'm fucking, let's go. That's my shit. But when it comes to short form video, like I really struggled to take my fucking like message and put it into like a nine second video. So that's why I am hiring a mentor, but I'm actively in the process of learning that. And one of the things that I would say is it's got to be so valuable that people want to come back to it or, or share it with a friend or so entertaining that people want to save it and watch it again or share it with a friend. Yeah, RP. So when it comes down to getting like there's a news one of the main things that I realized is that you need to start learning how to say more with less, right? And this is something that helped me immensely in the growth of my accounts and like uh, in being able to see the results that I've currently seen because I was first starting out on TikTok and Instagram with very long videos. If you guys scroll down, a lot of my talking videos are anywhere from like 45 to 60 seconds long. Now that doesn't seem super long to a lot of you individuals that are thinking about this right now. You're probably like, Cole, I can't even fucking create a video under 60 seconds. But for the platform, that is very long, all right? Because it's considered, there's certain time on each individual video that you need to be following. If you want to see a video get a type of watch time, go viral, whatever, doesn't fucking matter. I realized that if I was able to say more with less, I was able to impact more people on a deeper level because I was always self-auditing so much. Just like Brian said, guys, the two main things that I focus on and save are shares and saves. All right. But how do you get more of them? You reverse engineer the shit that's working. All right. I literally had this conversation uh, this morning on content audits and I, I don't remember exactly what I was speaking to already which is fucking bad i probably have alzheimer's i'm literally like can't even remember an hour ago because there's so many things going on we literally just had a conversation and i said if you guys are posting the same theme video correct and let's say after three four times you're posting it and it's not hitting switch it the fuck up all right stop trying to do the same thing and experiment a little bit with my mentor which by the way brian and myself have the same mentor which is super cool the fucking guy's a stud we're making an adjustment with my content. So if you guys go look at everything that I'm producing, it's not the same style of content that I always produce. All right, me speaking in my car, or me speaking in front of a camera. There's different videos getting put out now. Do this if you want to achieve this. Try these five things. Implement this for the next 30 days. And I never created content like that in the past, but he wanted me to experiment because if you never experiment, you don't know what people will actually like. All right. And then after I get a video that does well, I reverse engineer it because saves and shares, just like Brian broke down for you guys, are the main things that you should be focusing on. All right. Likes are cool. Comments show that people actually care, obviously. But again, saves and shares is so powerful because you got to think about the grand scheme of things. Some behaves your video, it means it hit them on a deeper level and they always want to come back to it. If somebody shares it, okay, they obviously got value and they love it, but think about the impact that that can have. There are 35 people in this Zoom call right now for this podcast. If one of you shared my piece of content this morning to everybody in this call, my piece of content just got shared to 35 different networks. And if every person in this call shared it out again, that's another 35 fucking shares to 35 different networks. Does that make sense? You guys get that? Like 
it's very fucking important. And the easiest way to look at how to create shareable and saveable content is high actionable value. And then it has to be around what you solve. Okay. Now touching on this, and I, I feel like I could ramble on this forever. So cut me off whenever you feel like I should be cut off B. But when it comes down to like, let's say actionable value, if you are a fitness coach, if I go to your TikTok, or your Instagram, I should be able to solve my fucking problems by reading your post, not theory. I should be able to solve them. If I, if I take action on what's going on, I should be able to fucking lose weight. That's literally how I look at it. If you talk about helping people cut out excuses, let's take my content, for example, you can go listen to my content. And if you pay attention to the words, it will help you start to cut out the excuses. It will tell you what to do in order to start taking steps towards being successful. Does that make sense, Jeff? Yeah, dude, thousand percent. I was going to say, and and I think the the point that you said with, actionable value. I think we both agree on that. And what you said is what I'm working on the most because I'm like, oh, it has to be so valuable that it changes people's lives. And so I'll do this like 30 second video. And I'm like, this is how you set up your Facebook profile, blah, 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 blah. But it's like, that's not how people digest content. They want So it's being able to deliver that high actionable value in a way that's short and concise and impacts. And it needs to speak to them guys. Okay. I like, I'm just going to utilize my content because the easiest example for me. All right. And number one is exactly how I speak. Okay. Everything's delivered the way that I am on a daily basis, how I speak, how I deliver my message, et cetera. But I speak to people's individual pains. Okay. I utilize their wording. A lot of the coaches out there, a lot of you individuals listening to this podcast don't utilize wording. You guys will go on social media and duet videos disagreeing with what people are talking about. Like, I want to tone up this area, like do this in order to tone up your love handles. And as a coach, you'll duet that video being like, actually, you shouldn't be toning up and you can't spot reduce. Shut the fuck up. That doesn't help anybody. You're literally counteracting what people are using for their language. Use tone up as your words. Use love handles as your words. Tell people to target certain areas. Obviously, we know we can't spot reduce as a fucking fitness coach. We understand that you need to be in a caloric deficit, but that's boring as shit. Nobody's going to watch your content. Nobody's going to resonate with it. We got to get people moving. We got to get people absorbing your content. So you need to meet people where they are at. And that's where the problem is. Because a lot of you guys are trying to create based off of what you think you need, what you think people want to hear versus what they want to hear. Yeah, all right? I fucking love so I got a piece of actionable value for you because that's what we do here is we give actionable value. Think about your avatar, Jeff. So who do you want to work with? Just give me one, one word answer. Online coaches. Perfect. So think about your avatar and I want you to identify three to five of the top problems that they have. And I'm sure that you can find three to five of the top problems that they have. And then I want you to make one piece of content that has three hacks that can help them solve that problem. Easy. Let's go. Cool. Yeah. And tag me and Colin it. Let's go 10K, Cammy. We're about to grow. Let's go. Appreciate you, bro. That was a really fucking good question. Yeah, I appreciate the help. That was fucking lit. Let's go. Guys, and like, we're always like, just because Jeff's a head coach doesn't mean he's not like continuing to get mentored. And even like for me and Cole, like, yes, we are head coaches, but we continue to get mentored. Like I have, I think I have three, I have three mentors right now. I have one for YouTube. I've got one for Instagram and I've got one for our business. Yep. So it's like, and you're the same. You've got two right now. You've got one for Instagram and one for business. Yeah. And fucking fitness coach on top of that. Brian's got a fitness coach on top of that. Oh yeah. I have four mentors. We hire people to help us level up in the areas that we want to level up so we can become better. Like we have my Instagram coach, Brian's Instagram coach now as well, teaches me little things that help me become a better content creator. So then I can in tune, grow my audience and in tune, help you guys. Yeah. It's the same thing across the board as a fitness coach. You should be hiring mentors so you can become better. All right. For yourself and for your clients. 
Across guys, you want If you're not learning, you're dying. You guys want to know the number one reason? So like I've been advised by so many people to just like double down on ads, double down on ads, double down on ads, start spending money on ads. But want to know the number one reason why we haven't done that is because we want to be able to grow our business and teach you guys exactly how we did it. Exactly. And so if I just jump ship on organic and I just double down on ads, it's like, you know, somebody like, let's say, you know, you're making two to three grand a month. Like you don't want to spend two to 3000 of that on ads. So and that's low. yeah. And guys, that's yeah. And two to three grand a month on ads is low. Exactly. Nothing. So it's like, for us, we want to stay students. Like we want to stay in the fucking game. We want to stay in the organic growth, like the organic YouTube, organic TikTok, organic Instagram. Like we want to play that game. So we have more value to offer you guys. And Jeff's in the same boat. Like we're always learning, always growing so that we have more to give to our students. Exactly. That's it. That's all. Guys, so hopefully you got some value from today's episode. I want to give you guys an opportunity to win $1,000 cash. So screenshot this episode, share it to your Instagram stories, tag me and Cole, the real Brian Mark and Cole Lewis Da Silva. We are giving away $1,000 cash on January 1st, which is, bro, that's in two days. Yo, I'm so excited, actually. Dude, and next week, you guys on the podcast, Cole is going to be in my house. Yeah, next week on the fucking podcast, there's going to be a lot of fucking news dropping, bro. I'm excited. Oh, yeah. Everything's going to be released next week, actually. So it's going to be good. Oh, dude. Oh, before the event, too. (laughs) Yeah, before the event, it's all getting dropped next week. The thing that I've been teasing for literally like three and a half weeks, everybody's been telling me to go fuck myself because it's getting annoying. (laughs) Yeah, Cole's Cole's literally been dangling prize in front of everyone's face, but we're finally going to get the answer. I already know the answer, but I'm excited to tell it. All right, guys. Guys, that's it. That's all. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you have the best day of your entire life. Cole, where do they find you, bro? Cole Lewis De Silva on Instagram and TikTok or the Wake Up The Wolf podcast. Peace, love, and protein. Have the best day. Everyone will talk to you guys in the next episode. Online Fitness Coach, thank you so much for tuning in. This is the number one podcast for online fitness coaches. If you're getting value to the podcast and you want to work closely with me and my team to scale your fitness business and learn how to go online, what I want you to do is go to my Instagram, @markfit, and DM me with the words 10K Academy. Our mission is to make elite business coaching affordable for every single personal trainer on the market. And we want to give you the tools, strategies, and tactics that some of our best clients are using to thrive right now in the online training landscape. So go to my Instagram, @markfit, and DM me with the words 10K Academy. And me and you can have a chat on whether or not I can help you scale your fitness business online.